ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Thank you for standing by, my friend. I apologize. I'm running late. How are you doing? All right. Hey, I just got with Sister Joanne, and we got your dates locked in uh, for February, so uh, we're good to go. Um, Friends, welcome back. We're excited to be here with Evangelist Joseph Ferrara coming to you from Port St. Lucie, Florida. And in February, I would just tell Brother Joseph, we've got him on every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So be sure and tune in. And uh, with that, Brother Amen. Joseph, you got all the time you want tonight. Would you like to open us in prayer? Sure, Shannon. Father, we thank you, and we love you tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, it's an honor uh, for the audience that we have out there, Lord, a worldwide ministry, and we pray that you bring the people tonight from the north, the south, the east, and the west to hear your word. Lord, this will be a healing service ordained of you, O Lord God. So I pray uh, as the word goes out tonight, Lord, that you will, uh, you are ready and able uh, to work with me, Lord, as I bring forth uh, your word into this service tonight. We thank you for all things, and uh, we uh, pray uh, for the United States of America, for our government, Lord. We pray uh, for the president and uh, Lord, the people that are in cabinet and on board with him, that they will do the right thing, Lord, and take care of our military and take care of our borders, Lord, in Texas, and do the right thing for the people, Lord. We uh, pray in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, for conviction of the Holy Spirit upon our government, that you will draw people to Jesus Christ and they will be born again. Lord, we pray... uh, for the soldiers in our military out in the Middle East, oh, Lord God, that have been attacked 159-plus times in this uh, uh, war uh, there, Lord, and uh, everybody uh, believes that Iran is the cause of all this from the beginning, Lord, and I pray that uh, you protect our soldiers and uh, and that... Uh, Righteousness will be done, Lord. Uh, nobody likes to go to war. Nobody likes uh, to kill anybody. But, Lord, a war is war. And uh, a just war, then people have to fight and protect themselves and protect their homeland and protect the people and try to bring them freedom. Lord, that's what the uh, United States is supposed to stand for. Lord, liberty, justice for all. So, Lord, I pray that you will oversee all these uh, problems and uh, warnings that you gave Jesus in Matthew 24, that there would be rumors and there would be wars. And, uh, Lord, we pray tonight that you will uh, move and stir up the people, Lord, to do the right thing for our military and uh, for our soldiers that are there, Father God, and to protect them and the people at our borders here in the United States of America, 
Father God, we would love people to come in to the United States of America, but Lord, uh, there's a process, and we have laws in our country, and every nation has laws. Every nation has laws. And this is just bringing in more major problems and, Lord, very possible uh, threats and attacks against the United States and everything else to go with it, Lord. We see that there's nothing good about this, Lord. People dying from the drugs, fentanyl, and, Lord, uh, babies drowning and people drowning trying to get here, Father. There's nothing good about this. This is a terrible crime has been committed, Lord, and uh, against people, against the people and the innocent people, Lord. And uh, I just pray that uh, you will move in the behest of the cry of your people, of the people that are being oppressed, oh, Lord God. And stand in the gap, Father God, that you will move and the right things will be done and you will put a stop to this, Lord. And I pray for the election coming up that there will be a new president in there, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord. Enough is enough, Lord. Enough is enough. So I pray in Jesus' name tonight for your blessing upon the orphans, Father, in the United States and overseas that you will move on people to go and help them and uh, grow them up in the admonition of the Lord and also the widows in the church, Lord, that you will move on the church to take care of their widows, Father God, and orphans that attend their churches. Father, I pray tonight for an outpouring of your spirit, all people that have healing tonight, all that are oppressed of the devil, get ready for an outpouring of God's Spirit upon you tonight. In Jesus' name, I pray for this ministry, for uh, YouTube, for OmegaMan.com, for Shannon Davis and his family. I pray for your richest blessing upon them and support, Lord, all the support to uh, help with this ministry, Lord, that you will move on people and uh, you will provide as we keep serving you, Lord. And the sheep ship keeps going on, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. And we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's my Lord. He's my Lord. He has risen from the dead, and he's my Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess.
that Jesus Christ is Lord. We give you the praise tonight, Lord. We worship you in spirit and truth. And I'm going into Matthew chapter 8, and I'm looking at verse 5. Matthew chapter 8, I'm looking at verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Now, a centurion was a soldier in the Roman army. He had charge and responsibility over 100 soldiers. Uh, the centurion... And uh, he was like uh, a sergeant major in the army between a lieutenant and a sergeant major. And uh, great responsibility with these 100 men in all different areas of military. And uh, verse 6 says, and saying, Lord... My servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now, the palsy is like being paralyzed and with great pain in the body. And uh, this servant of this man, uh, who was not a Jew, he was a Roman soldier and... uh, But he saw something in Jesus. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. After the man said, at home, my servant is sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. So it was a very, as it explains, A great affliction, a great affliction, a lot of suffering and pain, paralyzed. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. So Jesus was ready and able, and uh, he was was uh, willing to go to his, his house and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Like I said before, he saw something in Jesus that he was familiar with in his own life that was standing out to him as he got this... uh, Revelation and this impression about Jesus, and he's a Gentile. He said, speak the word only, my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, see that? There it is. That's the word that impressed that soldier. From what he either saw at Jesus' meetings or heard about. And he said, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers 
unto me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that follow, Truly I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In other words, Jesus said, I came unto my own, and my own received me not. Most of Israel, most of the religious people of his day, rejected him. Few saw him as the Messiah. Some of the religious people came to him. Nicodemus, Joseph, others. But the word of God states in the book of John, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. He was rejected by his own people, who were waiting for him for thousands of years. It was all prophesied, and it was all told in the Old Testament, how he would come, many other prophetic Words that were spoken by the prophets, and they should have been ready, and they outright rejected him. He was a holy man, he preached righteousness, and we know that the religious leaders were all corrupt, and they, uh, a lot of them were into uh, money, and it was handed down from one generation to the next, and it was corrupt. But Jesus came with new wine, but they rejected the new wine of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus said that they would not be in heaven. They would not be in heaven because they did not believe, and they did not have faith in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. So I have two I have two ministries tonight to partake with you tonight as you come up tonight for prayer because I got this message from God and I have the authority as a preacher to preach this message because I got it from God the Holy Spirit and I have the authority to preach it and believe it and expect God to move 
That's God's authority. When a man or a woman is called to preach, it's the oracles of God. It's like God himself talking to that individual that he is called to do his bidding of preaching the word, praying for people, deliverance, whatever capacity that the spirit of God is moving in. This man was astounded at the authority of Jesus. He said, you don't even have to go to my house. He had so much faith. You don't even have to go to my house. All you have to do is speak the word and it'll be done. Great faith. A man of great faith. Like I said, he either saw it in action or he heard about it from the people and talking about the great miracles and healings that Jesus was doing. Jesus said that his servant was healed in the self same hour that he requested this from Jesus. Jesus, no doubt, spoke the word. The same hour it was spoken, he was healed of a terrible affliction of palsy, paralyzation, body filling up with fluids, water, very painful. And Jesus healed him. So, and then he said, the people that this was meant for, which is in Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. He opened the book, I believe it was Isaiah 61. He opened the book in the synagogue, in the temple, just like they had church. We call it church. Many times, and someone got up and read scripture. Well, that day Jesus was called upon, and he said his own words. From Luke four eighteen, it became, and it was coming from Isaiah 61. And we see in Isaiah... We'll turn there right now and look at 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. All of you that have been mourning out there in your suffering and affliction, it's time to receive healing from the Lord. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a prayer and I'm going to ask God to heal you.
wherever you are, at the sound of my voice, if you are sick, if you are afflicted with pain and sickness in your body, if you got a fever, whatever it is, I'm going to ask you to believe God tonight, to use your faith. All of you believers, you all have a measure of faith. And I'm going to ask you if you want to be healed tonight to use your faith with my prayer and to agree with me in the prayer of agreement, which is the authority of God in scriptures, and to believe God tonight for your healing. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, I pray that you pour out your spirit upon the people, Lord, that are sick, that are afflicted, Father, those that need deliverance, that they will be delivered from oppression of the devil and demons. Father, you had a reputation of going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, I pray that you do miracles. I pray that you do signs and wonders. I pray that you open up blind eyes, deaf ears. Father God, as you move now by your spirit, we touch and agree with your power. It is not by might. It is not by Man's power, it is by the Holy Spirit. We believe you tonight for a great move of God. God is the Lord of the harvest, and God is making a harvest tonight in this ministry of faith and belief in the Word of God. Jesus did it. Jesus made disciples, and Jesus told his disciples, you will do greater works. I go to be with my Father. The church will do greater works because Jesus is with the Father in heaven. The Holy Spirit is working with us here, and he's the one that does it through the power and the will of God. And uh, tonight I am moving in the will of God. I am moving according to God's word in scripture here in John chapter 8, verses 5 down to 12. Verses 5 to 12, and I praise you, Jesus, now, as you move by your spirit with the healing power, I pray for deliverance, that you set the captives free, that you heal broken hearts. I pray that you heal the sick, demon-possessed, that you move on them as we preach Jesus Christ, the anointed, the Messiah, to all those that believe, Jew and Gentile, 
You died on the cross for every human being here on earth. You paid already for their sins. And Lord, what they need to do is to repent and come to you. That they might have you and, and be saved. Lord. So we give time now. And we just praise the Lord and we thank him for this move of God tonight in healing. Healing as we touch and agree, as we touch and agree with you out there with your faith. As you stand and you hear my voice, that God is talking to you to receive your healing. Receive your healing. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. And receive your healing by faith in his goodness. If he did it for this man, he's willing to do it for you. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same forever. In Hebrews 13.8. He's the same as he was two and a half thousand years ago. Two thousand, five hundred, four hundred, three hundred years ago, he came to the earth and he did it personally by the Holy Spirit and now he's doing it with those that believe. Those that believe that they shall do these great exploits And we be sure to give him the glory and the honor. Because without him, we can do nothing. It is his will, it is his power to save and to heal. So now as we go to the next part of this service, continue to reach out for healing. But now we want to talk to people about salvation. These people that Jesus is talking about were called to salvation. They were called to receive Jesus or Yeshua as their personal Savior. But Jesus came to his own and his own received him not. And Jesus said they will not be in heaven. The only ones that are going to be in heaven are forgiven sinners that received Jesus Christ, had their sins forgiven, and believed what he did for them at the cross, and went and followed him. By grace, it is a gift. It is nothing that we can work for. It is nothing that we can earn. We are not good enough to receive it. The one that is good enough is Jesus Christ. It was God's will that he went to the cross and he died for the sins of the whole world, every human being, so that they would, would not have an excuse in that great day. But everyone has an opportunity to be saved. Nobody left out. For a better word, God covered all the bases by his blood. There is no remission of sins without blood. The blood 
keeps giving us power and strength day by day. It's the blood that washes our sins away. So how are you doing with Jesus out there? Some of you maybe never heard the name of Jesus before, and you don't know what Jesus is all about. Maybe you have heard some preaching before or teaching before. Maybe you went to Sunday school as a young child, and you've heard, you've heard from your parents or friends, but you never heard that you could know Jesus for yourself. Well, that is a great revelation to a human being. And that can really move on somebody's heart is to know precious Jesus. Yes, that is the truth. He says, my people hear my voice. And he desires an intimate relationship with all that will believe him. Jesus Christ was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. With his stripes, we are healed. Jesus went to the cross. He died for your sins. Before that, he went to a whipping post. And most believed there was 39 stripes that he was whipped with as they tore off his clothes and they whipped his back. But the whip would go around his back into his chest, around his waist, into his sensitive parts of his body. And you could see the skin hanging off his back. You could actually see into his buttocks. And you could see into his back. That's how open it was from the beating. And they said that his head was twice the size. It says in Isaiah that he was marred. He was uh, beyond uh, recognizing as Jesus. He did not look at Jesus. He was beaten so bad, they could not recognize Jesus anymore. He was totally covered with blood. And uh, he willingly laid his life down for you and me. He didn't do it. He did it by love. Willingly. No one could take him. All those Roman soldiers that came to take him to the judgment with Pontius Pilate, if it wasn't God's will, they could have done nothing with Jesus. As it is, he just spoke, I am, and they fell down under the power of God. But he said, I will go, and he became the Lamb of God. He never stood up for himself. He went to the trial. The trial was all night, which was against the law that they went by. He was totally exhausted. 
But we remember that he was touched by angels that gave him the strength to go down the Via Dolorosa, the road of suffering, and then to go up a hill with the help of one of the people that helped him carry the cross. And then he was hung up on a hill called Golgotha, Calvary. And he was nailed to the cross, his hands and feet. And uh, they put a crown on his head and uh, blood gushing out of his head all over his face. They tore out his beard and they put a sword in his side. That was to make sure that he was dead. But he said in three days, I will rise again. And he went into hell and defeated and led captivity captive, gave gifts unto men, ascended into heaven, then appeared to Mary Magdalene and the disciples, and then went up in the ascension. That's what Jesus did for us. He had to do it in order for us to be saved because you see, it was the blood. The only thing that could make us clean in God's eyes was the blood. The blood that came from Emmanuel's veins. Jesus had no sin. We're, we have sin when we're born. David said, my mother, and I was formed in iniquity from my mother. The sins that are handed down from generation to generation. We are born sinners. And we need a savior. I'm asking you tonight. What is your relationship with Jesus Christ? God has the power to say, I never knew you in that great day. That's what he's going to say to some people that will stand before him. When everyone passes away and faces him, he will say to some, I never knew you. Why? Because they never wanted Jesus. They never wanted Jesus. They know about Jesus, but they had no time for him, and they didn't want him. They rejected him. So tonight, the Lord is giving you an invitation. To receive him and to be saved. To be saved from punishment of your sins in hell, but to be saved to go ahead and serve the Lord and to be used of him to minister to the people he gives you and the work that he calls you to do. 
The great honor to be in his church. The great honor to be in the body of Christ. The great honor to be in the kingdom of God. To be a soldier, to be a servant of the Most High God. I ask you tonight to pray with me now and ask Jesus to come in your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Don't be like these people that Jesus said would be cast out into outer darkness. There'll be gnashing of teeth and wailing. That doesn't sound like heaven to me. So I'm going to say a prayer to all of you at the sound of my voice. And remember this. Jesus loves you. And he proved it. Remember this. He did not come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. That's why he came. The words I speak unto you tonight, they are spirit and they are life. And I'm going to say a prayer and I'm asking you to say it with me. But you must be sincere. It's just not a one prayer thing and then that's finished and and then you go on with your life. No, this is a change. A change. And that you're sorry for your sins. And that you want to turn your life over to Jesus and serve him instead of the kingdom of darkness. There are two kingdoms. Kingdom of light. The kingdom of darkness. So now. Just say this prayer with me. Father. In the name of Jesus. I believe the word of God tonight. I heard the word of God come right out of the Bible. I heard it and I believe I am a sinner. I know I am a sinner, and I am truly sorry of all my sins, and I ask that you forgive me. I believe that you did die for me on the cross, and I ask you to wash all my sins now away by the blood that you shed on that cross for me that's in the mercy seat of heaven. I believe you died. I believe you rose again in the resurrection. I believe you ascended unto the Father. And you're sitting on the right hand of the God. Right now, I stand before you, wherever I am, by faith. I put my faith in you, Jesus. And I say these words to you, Jesus... I believe that you died for me on the cross. I believe you rose again from the dead. And I'm sorry for my sins and I repent. 
I ask that you have mercy on me. And right now, I invite you to come into my heart and to be my personal Lord and Savior. If you have said that prayer, get yourself a Bible. A good place to start to read the Bible is in the book of John. St. John in the New Testament. And in time, find a good church where they're preaching the gospel. The whole gospel, the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It's called Full Gospel Church. The Full Gospel Church. The Old and the New Testament. Tell someone when the Holy Spirit is leading you of what you've done, how you've surrendered your life for a new life, a better life in Christ, and start praying for your family, for your, your parents, your loved ones, your families, your friends, your wife, your children, your husband. Start praying for them for salvation. And uh, we love you tonight. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And uh, you'll always remember this time. This is the greatest moment of your life because now Jesus Christ is living in you. Your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. It is written. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe and Joanne. Have a great life in Christ. God bless you. My friend, that was a great message tonight. What would you like to title it for the archive? Yes, Jesus comes to save and to heal. To save and to heal, excellent. My friend, we love and appreciate you. Thank you for coming on tonight, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks, Sharon. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Love you. Amen. Bye-bye. Folks, that was Joseph Ferrara. I want to thank him and Sister Joanne for their service to the body of Christ. Well, welcome tonight. It's good to be back with you. We had Dr. Ron and Miriam Cohen, Mike and Gail Patton, and that was Joseph Ferrara. Let me save this, and we're going to be back and do a broadcast we call Speak My Word. Stand by. <laughs>